0: Hey, today let's talk about declining the deep drama dialogue cue the music you're listening to the naked mindset podcast my name is chris lianos and i'm going to help you expose and blow up the unconscious patterns holding you back from success so you can get what you want now let's get on with the show Welcome to another episode of the Naked Mindset Podcast. My name is Chris Lianos. If you don't know who I am, I am the author of Finding Zero, a practical guide for manifesting your abundance. I'm the creator of the Wizard Arises and Wizard Unleashed events. And today I want to talk to you about declining, declining the deep drama dialogue, declining the deep drama dialogue. Now, what do I mean by this? We're going through a, a difficult time At the moment as a planet not as a country not as a suburb not as a community but as a world as a planet we're going through a difficult time right now as we move through the challenges and the difficulties and the the ups and downs that we're gonna have around this coronavirus situation and you know this is something that nobody could really have predicted, Um, I know there are people out there saying, yes, they predicted it and so forth. But I I think that, you know, we can all, you know, predict things, but I don't think anybody really expected it to be quite like this. And that poses some interesting challenges for us in the space of the personal development world. And if you're listening to this blog, and you've been following, listening to this podcast, and you've been following my work for a while, um, you know that A lot of what I talk about and a lot of what is important to me is about us having management of our information sources, management of how we deal with the inputs because the inputs that we're having, the way that we're processing information is going to determine how we respond to things and is going to be a big determination about how we deal with the situations as they unfold. Now, we know that the, the mind, the brain, can't process all the information that is available. It just can't do that. In fact, you know the, the latest research indicates that we're processing, we're receiving about 11 million bits of information per second, and we're processing approximately 134 of those bits, and the rest of it we're deleting, we're distorting, we're generalizing, so that we can actually function because if we processed all 11 million bits of information, if we processed the feel of the temperature or the feel of the socks that we're wearing or the feel of the air on our skin or the sounds of all the different sounds around us, well we we wouldn't be able to function, we'd be in overload. So our brain is designed to delete, distort and generalize information. And the question then becomes what does it what does it delete what does it distort and what does it generalize what do we remain totally aware of because if we use the principle of distort delete and generalize information then we're doing that to over 99 percent of what we would call reality we are distorting deleting, and generalizing information that makes up our reality but we're just not aware of it because it's not our focus And this is where our focus becomes absolutely critical because what we focus on is the instructions that our brain is receiving about what it should give us more of, what it should keep in our focus. So the 134 bits that are left over, that piece of information that you are consciously aware of is determined by your focus by your focus the part of your brain called the reticular activating system that's that's deep in in, in the brain designed to make sure that you notice what you are focusing on so that you can survive the brain wants you to survive right? the brain is not designed to make us happy it's designed to keep us safe therefore anything that poses a risk to us is brought into very vivid focus and of course right now we're dealing with lots of uncertainty and lots of risk and um, lots of changes and that by its nature creates a feeling of being unsafe and so therefore our focus right now must be very carefully tailored to keep us educated but at the same time to keep us also looking at the positives to keep us also looking at what is going well. Um, and that's equally important. You know, we we have to remind ourselves that love is what gets us through things. And, you know, when we come through this situation, and we will come through this situation, the question we're going to ask ourselves is, how did I come through that? Did I live up to the standards that I have of myself? Was I a good person? Was I a better person? Did I use this situation to be a better person? Or did I allow it to knock me backwards and make me into a fearful person that didn't think of other people, that put myself first in all things and just didn't care about anybody else? And these are the, 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 the repercussions of our actions right now. You know, we're going to get through this and then we're going to look back upon ourselves and in hindsight, we're going to say, oh, yeah, look, we got through this and I wish I'd behaved differently. Oh, or it's going to be, hey, you know what, I was a beacon of love, of hope, of positivity. Um, in, in a time where it's easy to be fearful, I put a positive message out there to my family, my friends. I, I did what I could to help and this is where it's so important that we make sure that we're declining the deep drama dialogue because everybody out there right now this is this is the conversation right this is the conversation that's going on this is 99% of what you're going to hear in the news this is 99% of the conversations you're going to have this is 99% of the inputs you're going to see You're going to see shelves being empty. You're going to see people panicking. You're going to see discord because this is what we experience around these times. And yet we now have a choice of how we respond to those situations. We have to keep the drama dialogue, the deep drama dialogue to a minimum. There's no point in getting caught up in conspiracy theories there's no point in getting caught up in the in in messaging that is not positive there is no point in getting caught up in in lies about what's going on and you know i i had some some messaging sent to me recently that Proclaimed that you know it was insider government information that had been leaked and proclaimed that something was going to happen today. And of course, when the government came out and, and talked about what they were going to talk about, uh, they, they didn't do this huge lockdown in Sydney that everybody was so frightened of. And this is why it's very important that we don't fall prey to fear mongering, we don't fall prey to using unbased information to create more of the fear we have to very very carefully make sure that we are not part of the problem that we are part of the solution we know that energetically, the more we focus on a problem, the more of the problem we're going to see. We know that the more we focus on fear, the more fear we're going to see. We, we, we know right now that we are in a state of fear, like, the, and there are many people in a state of panic. And we have to start offsetting this. We have to start offsetting the fear and the panic with wise choices with wise statements with wise positive energy we have to make sure that we don't go into conversations and 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 make those conversations worth worse by saying hey you know what i found this article on the net and i really trust this guy he sounded like he knew what he was talking about and he said blah right that doesn't help anybody it doesn't help anybody because 99% chances unless that person is somebody that is highly knowledgeable um, what they're saying is not accurate and the thing is right now and and I just want to be really clear about this that there are many people out there who are knowledgeable who are also making statements that don't help and if you're listening to this and you're one of those people if you are uh, uh, if you are a doctor if you are Somebody in the healthcare profession, if you're a media personality, if you're in government, um, you have a responsibility to make sure that what you're communicating out to people right now is information which is going to help, not increase the fear. And this is what I'm asking all of us to do now. I'm asking all of us to pull back from the fear mongering. I'm asking all of us to pull back from the the rapidly escalating discussion points of how do we get through this to a reminder that we will get through this. We have a duty and a responsibility for each other that cannot be given to anybody else. We have a duty and a responsibility to help each other because that is ultimately what gets us through a situation like this. You know, the, uh, I heard uh, a discussion with Marion Williamson Yesterday, Marion Williamson is someone who I think is a very wise lady. She's the author of A Return to Love. Uh, if you haven't read that book, you really should. It's a great book. And she reminded us all that, you know, the doctors are out there doing what they're doing. Um, you know, the, 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 the nurses are out there doing what they're doing. The politicians are out there doing what they're doing. And we have a responsibility to do what we do. And what we do is hold the faith. What we do is look for the good. What we do is focus on recovery. What we do is celebrate the wins. What we do is help change the energy. What we do is promote love. What we do is promote goodness. What we do is promote the energetic transmission of recovery, of survival, Um, And we're going to recover. We're going to survive. What we do is project the energetic transmission of safety. We help people. We help each other in a time right now when that is necessary. And I just want to say a huge thank you to all the people who are working through this situation, Um, the doctors, obviously, the nurses, the emergency personnel, but also the people in supermarkets who are stocking the shelves at two o'clock in the morning, so that when we go and buy hand soap, it's there. Um, or the 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 people who are going to work who are fearful themselves, right? Because it's one thing when you know we we say people should stay home, and yet there are people that are working who are who are providing for the rest of us the opportunity to have a life that is you know as close to normal as we can get it. And we have the privilege and most of us have the privilege of being able to stay at home and do that and to practice social distancing and social isolation and and all these things. And there are people out there who are doing the work so that the majority of the population can actually have these benefits. And I just want to say a huge thank you to them because um, I think especially the supermarket People that are stocking the shelves and 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 making sure that we still have food and making sure that we are able to live our lives. It's a huge thank you, and I think we should all be clapping them. I think we should all be celebrating them. And you know, when you go into a supermarket, thank them, thank them, thank the person who is doing his very best to make sure there is food on the shelves and toilet paper and all the rest of it, because. Um, you know what? They're, they're, they're going to be very easily forgotten in this these, in these situation. So I, I want to leave you with a thought that we get a choice right now. We, we get a choice as to how we respond to this situation. Um, we can't control the situation. Um, and I'm, I'm not talking about the metaphysical aspect now. I'm not, I'm not getting into the metaphysics of, you know, everything is within our control and all these things. I'm not, I'm not going to that space because I don't think that is helpful right now. I don't think it is helpful right now for us to get into a blame of like, I created this, I created the coronavirus. Right? No, no, I, I just don't think it's helpful to go there. What I think it is very helpful right now is to focus on how we respond to this. This is the cause and effect equation. All right? I'm at cause or I'm at effect. And, and, and very carefully I, I say that I'm at cause and that cause is my choice of how I respond. How are you responding? How are you choosing to respond to the situation? Because I think we all have a duty right now to respond in a way that is more empowering, even though... It can be scary. We all have a choice right now to respond in a way that promotes love, that promotes security, that promotes listening to other people who are perhaps struggling more than you are or I are. Um, I think right now we have a duty of care to each other. And I want to ask us all to really promote that. And ask yourself how do I want to respond I write about this on my blog if you're not reading that I, I urge you to do that I'm hop over to the blog and check it out I mean this is not a promotion I just want to serve you and um, obviously in the blog I can do it in a different way to here so how are you responding how are you choosing to respond are you choosing to respond in fear or in love are you waking up in the morning and say how am I going to Respond in this day. What do I want my responses to be? What do I want my contribution to be? How do I want to be responsible in terms of my interactions with other people? How do I want other people to feel after they interact with me? I think these are all very, very important questions and we can all contribute. We can all contribute no matter where we are to making this better. And I think we start we start by declining this deep drama dialogue get the education you need absolutely and then stop there you don't need to dwell further you don't need to follow the vortex down and and get updates every five minutes and ten minutes the situation is changing of course it is Um, but between now and tomorrow morning it's probably not going to change that dramatically that you need to spend the rest of your day checking it out um, far more important to be doing productive things. Far more important to be thinking about what can you do from home. If you're, if you're self-isolating at home, what can you do at home? Can you start that book? Can you clean the shelves? Can you spend some time with your loved ones and just watch a movie? Um, use this time right now to make it better rather than worse for you. And think about how can you be a beacon of love? Because I think if we can do that, we can all follow those very basic principles when we look back upon this time we're going to say i did my bit to make the world a better place all right guys i hope that served you please share the stream if you're finding this useful um this is a obviously a special podcast because it's come out on the wednesday um, and i only usually do the monday and friday i think i might switch to three now i might do monday monday wednesday and friday i think right now it's more important than ever for us to be getting positive messages out there. And I will be sharing, I want to tell you that I will be sharing, whether it'll be on podcast or live, um, I'm not sure yet, uh, but I will be sharing techniques from NLP, techniques from timeline therapy, techniques from hypnosis, and even some metaphysical techniques um, about how to stay calm how to enable the healing processes within our own bodies, and how to promote a sense of recovery, a sense of peace, a sense of well-being into the world because this is what we need right now. All right, guys, hope you're well. Hope you are feeling good about the day. And no matter where you are, stay positive, stay strong. Share the stream, do me a favor, get the message out there. Let's help build this momentum of positive energy. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the Naked Mindset Podcast. If you got value from today's episode, share it with your tribe. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.